Uh, we have a special guest in our studio. She just had her underpants viewed by one Seth Kushner when she came in to say hello. I'm sorry. She bent over to hug me. Don't be sorry. Why would you be sorry? Well, you know what? I felt so guilty that I saw them that I felt like I had to tell her. Hey. Hey, Carmen. What's up? Thanks for being here. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm glad he got to see my underwear. I wish they were just a little bit sexier, though. It was like, it was, it was full whale tail, as they call it, which is a disgusting term, (laughs) but it's the only way you could use to describe it. How would you describe her, uh, her underpants and the ass that you saw? I didn't really see a lot of the ass. I mean, it's pretty white, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm white as it can be. Oh, oh there. Oh my god. It's like white. <laughs> oh god. See, like I told you, blue and gold. Is that blue and gold? Well, it has gold Duh, sparkles. Stop that. Just cut it out. Oh, I can't stop. You just gotta, you gotta stop that. But I'm just saying, Danielle's I mean, got her head turned. Like, what's going on? No, I just have a very white butt. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, but it, it 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 suits you. I don't go tanning. I'm so fair skinned Like I'm scared. Like the tanning better sun is gonna like give me cancer immediately yeah, so sure. basically 90 over everything yeah danielle did you see carmen's butt <laughs> i didn't because i was answering the phone first. oh listen i'll put it on you <laughs> i'm just gonna let seth see it but you can have it so <laughs> i can have your butt <laughs> i mean if you want it i don't know that is an honor <laughs> i think well go give it to her go put your butt on her what is, let's show us what that looks like she looks very scared right now I just i'm wanna... nervous for sure but i'm it's okay if you if you like to it's okay. What, what kind of booty music I've, would you like what? to put your uh, booty on uh, on Danielle? I mean, basically anything Drake, Drake obviously. Drake queen, okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm actually oh, scared. She just made that face like no, I'm ew, just, Drake. No, it's not, I'm just so scared. Do you I'm, not want this to happen, Danielle? Because we won't make this happen if you don't want this. No, to happen. it's okay. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's I just think not... it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I, I think it's great when one woman wants to give another woman her butt. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I want to see how you would receive it. Yeah, yeah it's this. It's a season of giving and receiving. I probably won't receive it the way I, I should. Well, there's no should or shouldn't. Okay. I, I don't want to be denied either, bro. Like, no, you won't be denied. <laughs> accept her. Will you accept, will you promise not to deny her butt? Yeah, I won't deny it. <laughs> As Drake headlines play. Is this extra clean? I might be too yeah. strung out on compliments, overdose on confidence. Carmen is walking over to Danielle. Can stop the right, oh, she's twerking on you. She sure is. She's twerking on me right now. I know. Is that, oh is that what she's doing? We have never been this close. How are you? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How was that for you, Danielle? It was fine. You 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 handled it like a champ. Yeah, it was fine. It's not it's not like my realm of normal stuff. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, like, but that was that was fine. I feel I'm, like Carmen and I were like in the building at the same time always, but I don't ever really get to talk to her. Yeah. And I certainly have never had her butt on me. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we just kind of Wow, you bonded. Yeah, we like butt. took it up. Mm-hmm. I've been working on my stripper move, so I've been wanting to try them out. So thank you. I appreciate that one. Not a problem. Would you make it rain in a club <laughs> if you had the money from not tipping your yes. cleaning lady? You would You would make it rain all over Carmen? One of the best days of my life, one of the best nights of my life was spent at a strip club with Seth's wife. Really? Yes. Oh, her. One what? of the best nights of my entire life was spent at Lollipop in Daytona Beach. Oh, I've been to Lollipop. It was. <laughs> You've been to Lollipop. Yeah, oh, that place is dirty. Amazing night. Back room, dude, many, many times. Oh, I don't know nothing about that. We oh. weren't in, no. Oh. 
Well, keep, keep continue, please. In no. the strip club, like I can't even. It was just yeah. I mean, well, it was her bachelorette party, so I was kind of just watching over everybody and making sure everyone got home safe. We drug a couple girls into the hotel room by their heels, and then one of them was begging us to go back out, but we had already closed the club, so there was nothing we could do. It was a really great time. Back to the lollipops experience. It's just you girls in the strip club. Yeah, there was uh, five of us. <laughs> this is so great, and you, and you were you were tipping the girls and everything. Yeah, I mean, we had cash, oh, and, right. and then yeah, we had yeah, yeah it was a great time. And and. Strip Strippers just love girls. Like yes. they, they must have been like hooting it and up. And one for of you. the girls in our group asked us if she was a lesbian because she thinks she fell in love with one of the strippers <laughs> before we left. It definitely doesn't make you a lesbian to fall in love with the stripper. It just means you're open to new experiences. It was a really I'd only I've only ever been to a strip club twice. The first was a very bad experience, and the second one I it was awesome. How do you have a bad experience so at a strip club? The question. first time, and I won't say where it was. Right. I don't think it's one that you work with, but it was like it was just odd. Like the girls were kind of clothed. Still, and they came out, and you could all just tell that there was this weird vibe of like they didn't really want to be there. Oh, I hate so that. So I remember they put there was a really low ceiling, and they put their hands up on the ceiling, and they're just kind of like going through the motions. Ooh, which they is made really that awkward. face. That's bad. Yeah, it was really awkward. And then I saw a pregnant one, and it was like I gotta go. <sighs> oh well, yeah, no. they should take maternity leave. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Nobody but, wants to but see us. It depends on how many months. So <laughs> that was like one of the worst nights because I really was excited to like see what it was all about, but then Lollipop really did it for me. It was great. Oh, Dan- uh, Danielle's uh, tweet. Uh, or Seth's tweet with Danielle in it. This one's going to break the uh, break uh, your Taylor Swift oh, record. You th- well, we, now we have to break the record of Danielle in her tilted kilt uniform. It says, uh, Carmen is introducing Danielle at 97X to her booty. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Carmen looks sexy as hell. I look drunk. And, and Dan- you, I look like I'm drunk, drunk and scared. You, you look like you are drunk on meth and scared. Just like, oh Get your ass off of me. Exactly what I look like. Welcome back. It is uh, Drew Garabo live. Carmen is in the studio with us, hanging out with. Uh, now, did you go to Bush Gardens? I did for the company oh. party. Oh, the uh, the uh, CMG uh, holiday safari. Yeah, you guys didn't want to take the day off and go. I well, didn't see you in any of the pictures. Yeah, why not? I'm very elusive like that. The elusive Carmen. Yeah, I like to just kind of yeah. get it done. I had a lot of stuff to do. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to sure in out free food, mm-hmm. couple rides. What uh what was the free food that we missed out on today? So there was. Chicken, which was delicious. Okay. Some ribs. Oh. Corn on the cob. Mm. Baked beans. Oh yes. And the dessert. Ro- uh, dessert. It was like cookies and brownies. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, the rolls were basically phenomenal mm. because you junk that and the barbecue sauce from yeah. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I could kill a couple rolls. <laughs> <laughs> did you ride any rides? Uh, yeah, I did. I did the. Uh, no I know I did Cheetah. Okay. Hunt. Cheetah Hunt's good. I did the Falcon's Fury. Also, I like that I, one. I, I wouldn't I, ride you, that. You know what? The first, John Brennan came in here, and the first thing I asked him if he rode the Cheetah, and he said it was closed. Hmm. It was that. down for technical difficulties oh, for like five yeah, seconds. Right. And then five I got Five seconds? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was John's waited. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess it's closed. Yeah, Can't go. Bye. But see, my thing is it's like so fast. Like I went on it and like, yeah, it's a rush, but I wish it would like go up and down like a couple times at least. Oh, that's the fastest one. Yeah, yeah it just shoots you right out of there like a real cheetah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like two seconds and it's over. Well, welcome to my world. Well. You always wonder what it's like to have sex <laughs> hey. with this guy. Two seconds and it's over right there. I'm the cheetah hunt of sex. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know if Carmen found, uh, knew about it, but she was a winner of Hot Girl News the other day. Did that make its way back to you at all? I did hear that mm. and I was wondering, do I get like a prize or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. what does this involve? <laughs> I mean, sure, you can have whatever you want. You want some Orlando Magic tickets? What do you need? <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything you want. Uh, well, thank you for stopping by here. I have a picture of you at Bush Gardens yeah, with I'm, Promo I'm, John. Yeah, I'm 
get the same thing. Uh, Tyson and Jovan. Oh, okay, yeah. I did so you were there. Quite the posse you had there. Yeah, you guys missed out on the 12 nights of Cox Media, which uh, all the super heads performed for us. Mm. Super, super heads. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call them? More than one? I now call them super heads yeah. for sure. <laughs> That's what I call them. John Brennan's a super head. John Larson's a super head. Keith Lawless is a super head. That's actually the greatest word I think yeah. I've ever heard before. All the super heads here in Cox Media Group Tampa were there. It was so awesome. They all sung. It was great. Uh, by the way, there's a there's a picture in the background of me and Jacob two times as Carmen is grinding yeah. on Daniel's lap. And Jacob's very disappointed in all of you for that. <laughs> He's looking down on us with scorn saying, oh, Carmen, why could you grind on her like that? Oh, my God, pretty Carmen. I love you so much, Carmen. Don't grind on her. Don't twerk, Carmen. Have you guys heard from him lately? Uh, yeah. No, he never calls. Uh, no, <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, he called, uh, what, yesterday, I think, and we guessed his lunch? Yeah, he wants us to send him a bunch of CDs for Christmas. Oh, so. And nice. we sure will. Well, that way he can, you know, record your show and make sure for show. he never loses it. If but- you're out there, Jacob, we'd love to hear from you. You know the number, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. It's a real party today. Someone's calling the hotline again. Yeah. Who do you think that is? Perfect. I hope it's my Calta. That's what I was kind of thinking too. I thought it might be. Hold on one second. Well, he called two times. He's more. got some. Uh, he's got a tip for you on where you can find the audio of him singing if you'd like. Oh, he just hung up. Oh, dang! It's oh. on his Facebook. We can get the audio if you'd like. Who's fi- Facebook? The Superheads. Mike's, yeah. Mike's Facebook. The Superhead <laughs> singing. All the Superhead singing. Is on Mike's Facebook. I want to hear that. that. That was Mike Calta who just called. I believe so. Yes. Is it Mike Calta's personal Facebook or the Mike Calta show Facebook? I was going to look it up for you. Thank you. Probably the show. I'm looking at the show. I am not seeing anything there. I'm looking at Mike's oh. personal fa- no page. No Superheads. I'm not. I'm not seeing any super. <laughs> I love that it is Superheads. <laughs> So amazing to call the bosses that the superheads. What? <laughs> That's their acapella group. I don't know. Like, just awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carmen, thank you very much for being here today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for letting me come on air with you guys. It's fun. Oh, anytime you want. Hello. Here we go again. This is the Drew Garabo live hit and track of the day. Don't tell any of your stupid friends. Shh. The Robin Zander Band will be playing, and of course, you know him, you love him from Cheap Trick. You have seen him through the years with his insane counterpart, Rick Nielsen, and today, his fame brings him to this very studio, which I'm sure is the low light of his illustrious rock and roll career. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Robin Zander himself. Hey, Robin, how are you, man? Hey, how you doing, Drew? Good, buddy. Thanks for being here. Hey, Appreciate that. It's great to be here. I love this studio you Thank guys you. got here. It's like a, it's like an apartment in here. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we used to have a real small, crappy studio, and then they uh, knocked a, a whole like office down and built that little stage over there. Oh, and yeah. They gave us all this room over here, and they put some nice earth tones in here. So it's uh, good. I like it. Rock and roll love is in the air. It is, isn't it? Like, I can feel the love of the proposal that we had. Now we have rock and roll here. And uh, I'm going to throw something at you that you probably don't remember. I talked about this earlier in the week. Um, When I was about six, this would make it about 75, 76, you and Mr. Rick Nielsen appeared on a television program that was like a talk show for kids, and it was called Kids Are People Too. That's right. I remember. Well, we did voices that night, that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show. Wow. I mean, really, it was a good show for kids to uh, really appreciate rock and roll. Yeah. And um, and uh, I think we sounded pretty good. You I don't sure remember. did. Yeah. Absolutely. And you were how old? I was like six years old, and oh. I was watching. That's where I found out about uh, Cheap Trick, because I noticed Rick Nielsen kept flipping these guitar picks up right. in the air and catching them on his tongue. And well, I remember that. I was, I was only about 13 then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can see that because you look still very young right now. Oh. And uh, let's talk about this uh, this benefit that's going on tomorrow night at the Capitol Theater. Tell us all about it, man. Well, there's somebody here that knows a lot more about it than I do. Okay. And she will tell you 
right now. Great. Tori, tell us about this wonderful event going on tomorrow at the, at the Capitol Theater. Um, well, it's called Life of a Song, and it benefits Instruments of Change, which we bring musical instruction and instruments to children who otherwise would not have access. Great. So we work in Hillsborough County and Boys and Girls Clubs as well. Fantastic. Um, and the event is it's basically a two-part. It's a workshop. Okay. Um, focuses on songwriting and the songwriting industry. Um, and then in the evening, we have a benefit concert featuring Robin Sander Band. Great. Well, that's good stuff. Thank you, Tori. Well done. Yeah, we have a lot in common, Tori and I, and that organization that she works for. Because um, we, of course, we built some boys clubs, uh, boys and girls clubs of America, uh, Cheap Trick financed years ago. And also uh, now the Robin Zander Band, the drummer Steve Luongo, used to head up an organization from Atlanta that did basically the same thing that these guys are doing. So, um, and then there's also Chi Chi's, uh, uh, you know, right here in, in our area mm-hmm. um, and we raised about a quarter of a million dollars for underprivileged kids to come and play sports and learn how to play instruments Great. and dance and things like that so I mean we try to do whatever we can sure and and it's got to feel good for you as a guy who's made your living through music to kind of pay it forward a little bit and make sure that kids you know obviously it'd be great if everyone could afford a guitar a pair of drums a saxophone etc but these things are pretty expensive they are very and, expensive yeah. and underprivileged kids deserve the joy that they can feel in the accomplishment of picking up an instrument learning an instrument and then just like you learning a way to have it be a part of your life and maybe even make you a little bit of money yeah it's and you know I found through year, the 40 years now of being in this business through the corruption the backstabbing and the mm. all the junk that goes on and that's just a road crew <laughs> but it's it's really nice that uh, the industry itself gives back um, by like for instance Gibson guitars and um, fender guitars give instruments to uh, to help support organizations like this so sure. that we can give them to kids sure and and uh, I know that uh, Schechter Guitars, which I sponsor myself, has given away uh, 20 guitars to the school that's right by my house. And that happens more than people realize. Absolutely. Um, Now, it's got to be pretty liberating for you to do stuff as Robin Zander Band, because I imagine being in a band, especially with a strong personality like Rick Nielsen, uh, there's a lot of acquiescing that goes on. There's a lot of you've got a vision, but you've also got to accept the fact that, well, these other dudes in the band have their vision, too. So there's a lot of compromise as an artist. Is it a lot more freeing and a lot more rewarding for you to kind of do your own thing? Um, well, you know, there's three writers in Cheap Trick, and that's difficult because you got to fight and battle everything. Um, but we seem to get along. I mean, you know, I call it musical glue because we we just we're not best friends. We didn't live together. We don't we don't pee in each other's backyard. Good, <laughs> you know. But but at the same time, musically, we get along pretty well. And so um, I would say that um, in in the Robin Zander band. It's different only because we're we're kind of not songwriters for this band. We're more just uh, reminiscers. Sure, we like we we play classic rock music from the '60s and '70s, and we try to bring back these memories that everybody has about yeah. the back seat of their cars. Sure, and, and uh, you know in the locker rooms or whatever whatever's going on. You know, we try to bring back some memories that are fond and maybe some that aren't so fond. You know. That's great. We've got Robin Zander in the studio with us to talk about the life of a song to benefit Instruments of Change tomorrow at the Capitol Theater. Robin, do you remember the first time that you ever heard your own song on the radio and where you were? Oh, yeah. I, d- I remember it well. And uh, it was in uh, Boston Radio. 
radio station. We had just finished our uh, releasing our first record, and we were in Canada. And um, there's a station that uh, covers across the border that, that's in Toronto, and they played um, they played some they played Hello Kitties off of our first album. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. I bet. That had to be something. It was special. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's embarrassing, and and you're proud of yourself at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> and then to uh, to see the uh, almost meteoric rise of your band with Dream Police, with Surrender, you know, and I want you to want me and yeah. all that. Well, you know, it was really crazy because we'd made three records back then. We made two records a year, and uh, 1978 when Surrender came out. We we finally made the charts, and we I think it was number eighty seven or something <laughs> in the charts, and, and um, we were very excited about that. But then we got an offer to go over to play in Japan, and uh, we went over there and played Budokan. Yeah, and and we actually were completely broke at the time, and you know we thought we'd spend our last two bucks on a live record over there. Wow. And uh, and actually, uh, funny stories. I want you to want me happened. Be, only at the last second, because when just before we went on to do the show at Budokan, uh, the promoter came up and said, you guys got to add songs to your set. It's too short. So we, okay, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? All right, put, put I want you to want me in. All right, and we, that's what we did. And, you know, there you go. <laughs> the next thing you know, old Jets <laughs> you know, Millionaire. Who knew? Yeah, you know, I, can't, I don't know what to say about that, but. A shorter set that night, and it's a whole other story, maybe. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's I, right. So it's, it's a lot of luck, a lot of being in the right place at the right time, and. Of course, a little bit of talent going in there. When there's a there's a great crossover between Cheap Trick and my very favorite band in the entire universe, uh, Beastie Boys. Uh, mm. Do you know what uh, what that tie-in might be? No, oh, yeah. I know what it is. I know you know. Do you know what the tie-in is between Cheap Trick and the Beastie Boys? I do not. Tell them, Robin. This is a song. From our new album. Yep, the Beastie oh, yeah. Boys. When, when, they, <laughs> when they put out Check Your Head, Jimmy James, the uh, first uh, song on the album started like this. Is the first song on our new album. And then they That's went right, baby. James. Don't you forget that either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Beastie Boys Check Your Head would not have been the same without Robin hey. kicking it off, saying yeah. this one's the first song. He used to album. hang around when we played in New York backstage and just hang around by the door in the freezing cold. Wow, no kidding. <laughs> Good stuff. And then um, when uh, when the flame really hit, that was at a time when it had been a while since your last hit. Um, was that designed to be kind of a radio hit for you guys? Was it um, an accidental thing? Well, a good story about that. That song came to us through the record company. And yes, we had finished our album, but um, the, the record company didn't think there was a, a hit song on it, which is disgusting they would think that because, <laughs> because i thought all of them were hits right. but there you go and it, no but they brought that song to us and and uh actually rick and bunny or rick and tom uh, didn't want to do that song rick was just disgusted because of all the songs that had come to us uh there must have been 20 songs they presented to us and all of them were crap sure so they they gave us this one and this one lyrically seemed to have something to it so bunny and i went in and cut it ourselves uh, to prove to Rick, you know that yeah. you know this this can be done. We'll change it. We'll make it palatable to the cheap trick. Uh, wow! And sure enough, people yeah. loved it, and it became, and it became a, a number one hit, yeah. huge hit. Yeah. You couldn't go anywhere in the '80s yeah. without hearing the flame. Uh, well, listen, Robin, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Your uh, your success is certainly well deserved. We want everybody to go to Life of a Song to benefit Instruments of Change. You bet. It's, it's going to be a great show. It will be tomorrow night at the Capitol Theater. Doors at six. Concert at seven. For tickets, go to atthecap.com and go to instrumentsofchange.com/slash/life of a song to go check out more.
more information. Yeah, I'd like to just add that that starts actually at two o'clock, doesn't it? Oh, with the workshop? Uh, yeah, the, with the workshop. The workshop actually starts at 9 a.m. Oh, my <laughs> God, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Make a whole day out of it. Well, you guys could just leave here and go there for the first 9 a.m. hour. <laughs> done. Done Because you done. stay up all night. Absolutely. Oh, we're radio rock stars, of <laughs> course. We'll so, be yeah. asleep by 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, but uh, this guy's got a great question for you. Chris, go ahead with your question for the phenomenal Robin Zander. Hey, uh, this. I was uh, wondering if you saw the uh, Sonic Highways episode in Chicago. Um, the Foo Fighters really seem to have a lot of respect for uh, Cheap Trick and what you thought of that. Um, I think it was really cool. Um, I'm just pissed off because when they did that Foo Fighter thing with uh, on Letterman, they did uh, one of one of the songs from our first album. Yeah, yeah, and oh, they had and the, the drummer sing it. Yeah, yeah, and he, I mean, he did it. He did a great job with me. But who was that other guy with a baseball cap? <laughs> it, I, that guy didn't do Rick very well at all. I don't think. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Chris. Appreciate it, man. That's got to feel pretty good, though, for a band like the Foo Fighters, probably the biggest rock and roll band on the planet right now, one of the only bands still playing rock and roll, to kind of tip the cap to you guys and say what an influence you were. Yeah, I think it's great. And, you know, it, it that all started because I, I remember uh, going to see Nirvana when they when they were just a puppy band. You know, yeah. Nobody knew who they were. And, um, and, and, and Kurt Cobain used to, uh, used to sign his name Robin Zander and— uh, no and, kidding. Yeah, and and the drummer used to sign his name Rick Nielsen when they would sign autographs and stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I've even got a copy of something else. What was that that was signed? Uh, it's in the it's in the museum. It's yeah. In the Nirvana Museum, they've got a, a thing that's got that. Actually, with those autographs? With, with, with them signing, signing our name. autographs, yeah. That's great. Holy cow. <laughs> what a weird dude that guy was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Robin, listen, thank you for being here. It was great to see all of you guys. Good luck at the benefit and good luck at the workshop. Oh, and, thank you very uh, much. No problem, thank man. Thank you for Conti having us. Uh, continued success to you guys. Thank yeah. you very much for being here. And we'll return. We've got uh, shocking Fifty Shades of Grey news where what you won't believe what a teacher distributed when it comes to Fifty Shades of Grey material to middle school students next for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done